That was a good cookie. James is going to eat all the snacks during the episode. Well, they keep complaining because we don't, like, try any of the snacks that are left out on the table. I didn't know that that was a thing. I didn't either. I'm not a rude bitch. And we're snacky boys. Yeah. Except for Russell. He's skinny. with us is the rambling man russell hey yo dave how you doing i'm doing great buddy how are you i'm good good good, good, good to see you good 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 good, good to see you too good you're looking good thanks not that you didn't look good last week you just you're still looking good nah, i was a little messy last week <clears throat> we're all a little messy sometimes yeah aka russell mania oh yeah the only snack i like is protein I got some protein for you. Oh, it's his jizz. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> well, not that that's a bad thing, just not for me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> what a what a show already. Um, uh, this is the DQP Weekly. Yeah, it is. Uh, where we talk about news, uh-huh. movie news. Uh-huh. We talk about Trailers? Yes. Football. (laughs) (laughs) What? That's us. We're known for football. We're the football boys. Yeah, we talk about football all the time. All the time. That's all I'm doing. If like if I'm awake, (laughs) talk about football. Yeah. I just fucking love that beautiful pig skin. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I love it. I love when them players throw it and then when they kick it Uh and they I would love to hear you explain, f- explain football to me, Dave. <laughs> well, that's a new podcast I'm, I'm, I'm going to pitch to you guys after this. Uh, okay. This is DQB Weekly. We talk yeah. about a bunch of shit. Yes. Uh, first up, we have headlines. Headlines. Yeah, we do. I just have a few quick ones here for you. Just going to ramble these off. Britney Spears releases a memoir. An excerpt is going around claiming that she had an abortion during her relationship with Justin Timberlake. Mm-hmm. Disney Plus faltered once again by delivering a colored version of the previously released Werewolf by Night for Halloween this year. Lame. Yep. That's pretty lame. Yeah. Uh, Amazon started delivering medication by drone this week uh, in the state of Texas. How many did they lose? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Shooting down. But it's going to be super easy for narcotics to get around now, so. Oh, my Tylenol PM has gone missing. <laughs> Dave, you sweet, sweet boy. <laughs> Tylenol is not a narcotic. It could be the way I use it. Oh. Just take the edge off, you know, I put it right in the keister. <laughs> I don't know, I'm just saying shit. <laughs> You guys, ever, you guys ever race yourself with t- in Tylenol PM? 
to jerk off. <laughs> so you win. <laughs> you no. win every time. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you either get to sleep or come. And then sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, then last off, I mentioned football. I got some football news. Uh, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift are still dating. Fuck off. And that's it for headlines. <laughs> they started their own football team. <laughs> Nobody cares. Not yet. <laughs> Actually, we'll see every, what happens. everyone cares, apparently, and it's fucking annoying. I don't even know who half those people are. I know. I, it's okay, buddy. <laughs> but I, the football guy, I know, of course, because like I'm a huge football no, guy. The football guy is the one that you know. Oh, yeah, I know the football guy. I love him. Yeah. I love oh. him. He got me so many touchdown points. Yeah. Quarterback my, for the Patriots, right? Yeah, quarterback oh, for the God, guys. New England Bears. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know you know better, Russell. Come on. I know a lot about football, Shane. <laughs> I know you do. Uh, all right. That's all the headlines? Like, seriously? Yeah. Nice. Nice. There, unless you want to talk about Israel or Trump or, <laughs> like, you know, any of the I don't. 900 bad things going on in the, the world. awful shit that's <laughs> happening? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, after headlines... We've got the trailer park. Welcome to the trailer park. It's been so long since we've been to the trailer park. Yeah, it has been a while. It's still the same. I think my dealer is dead by now. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> the new one moved into the same trailer. It's fine. <laughs> it's okay. His son is now dealing. Yeah. Oh, family it's business. Yeah. Same name and everything. You don't even have to learn a new name. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Since we're at this beautiful trailer park. Yeah. Talk about trailers. Let's talk about trailers. Yeah, first one is gonna be Napoleon, uh, with Joaquin Phoenix. Whose country are we in? <laughs> <laughs> the jungle, baby. Oh, wrong. You're okay. gonna die. <laughs> I really loved in this trailer how Napoleon just like started fucking shredding war pigs. Yeah, like he's in the middle of battle, just like pew, doo doo. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty good. It's yeah, another one of those trailers with a weird song in it that I'm like, this doesn't make sense. It makes more sense than uh the Smashing Pumpkin Pumpkin song on the last voyage of the Demeter, but Yeah. Yeah, that was weird. We still haven't watched that. No, we haven't. We, we should, should watch it. We should watch that. We I should watch, watch that. that. I've been on a Halloween stuff kick. Obviously. Nice. nice. It's kinda Halloweeny. Yeah. I mean it's horror movie yeah so it works yeah i've been trying to get more spooky than i usually am i'm not feeling that spooky this year yeah i know sad yeah well we're like doing these a24 horror movies that aren't particularly spooky right (laughs) right (laughs) anyway Uh, but yeah napoleon napoleon looks Um, like it could be good dude i'm stoked yeah like i don't know why i'm so stoked i've never particularly like had a hard-on for napoleon even though it sounded like it last week. But you do have a hard-on for Ridley Scott. I do have a hard-on for Ridley Scott. So, it makes sense. And I've enjoyed Joaquin Phoenix's recent entries into film. That makes me want to watch it less. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, because of that one movie. Yeah. (laughs) I enjoyed that film. I did not. 
I don't know why I enjoyed that film. I don't either, but it's fine. But I enjoyed it. We don't need to go back over that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe in like two years. I need a fucking Xanax. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Texas drones. Yeah, I know how to get one. Let's fucking go. Um, I have one right here. Yeah. A drone or a Texas? <laughs> a little bit of both. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't fucking know, Shane. I just spit words out sometimes, man. You should know that by now. Oh, my God. So, yeah, that looks good. It's coming out in Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Vanessa Kirby uh, yep. has a super sexy Fatal Attraction-esque scene in the trailer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Once you see it, I don't even remember what she says, because I wasn't she says, listening. You want me to tell you what she says? <laughs> yeah, what she say? She's like... You, you're nothing without me. Say it. <laughs> <laughs> she does say that too. Which she does. Yeah, I was like, does. Whoa. I was talking about uh, where she spreads her legs and she's like, she says something to the effect of once you, once you see it, you'll always want it. Oh, yeah. And in my head, I was like, I don't even need to see it. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, yeah. So... <laughs> No comment. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's thanks, okay, Dave. Thanksgiving, take your family uh, <laughs> to the Napoleon movie. <laughs> I would watch it. Yes, I watch it with you guys. Let's watch it. I mean, I'm going to be gone that weekend, but oh, we'll zoom Shane in. I mean, we can watch it sometime later. I mean, I'll probably be back Friday. I usually don't do shit that Friday. Yeah, but, well, I mean, if we go in the evening, most people are, like, asleep. Right. Because they went shopping that morning and then ate leftover tryptophan and yep. fell asleep. Yep. Oh, you guys don't want to wait for the four-hour cut? <laughs> <laughs> Not on Thanksgiving. Uh, I got football to watch that day. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so full of shit, Dave. <laughs> no, man. It's that's my favorite time to watch football. Anyway. I love them touchdown points. Uh, yes. So that's Napoleon. Yep. The the <laughs> next one we watched we watched a trailer for Dream Scenario. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Uh which is a wild looking A twenty four movie with uh Nick Cage. Playing kind of like a the man Nick Cage, yeah, kind of like a loser, uh, college professor, a balding yeah. college professor, uh, that all of a sudden for some reason is just like showing up in other people's dreams, and it starts like it becomes like a viral thing, and then that starts affecting his life. And he, like, at first tries to take advantage of it, but then that changes people's dreams of him, because it was just, like, him, like, walking into their dream. Right. And just, like, showing up, and they, he wasn't doing anything, but then it seems like eventually he starts turning into people's nightmares, which yeah. then negatively affects his life. Right, yeah. Because yeah. they're all scared of him. It's the Freddy Krueger prequel. Yeah. I'm not going to say the <laughs> joke that I had before. <laughs> it won't be because Freddie was a janitor, so it's not, yeah, that, he wasn't a the, teacher. That's the difference. Yep, yep. Um, <laughs> that's the only difference. <laughs> the only difference. Uh, yeah, that looks wild. Uh, did you that. guys see when that was coming out? I did not. I can look it up though. I'll definitely watch it. it looks looks crazy. 
Yeah, no, I mean, it looks like it could be fun. Uh, it looks like it's supposed to be pretty humorous, which is good. I'm really enjoying uh, Nick Cage in the comedy roles. Same. Uh, although I'm, I, I really want to watch that movie that we watched the trailer for like a couple months ago. Oh, it yeah. Was, uh, where he's like in the car. Yeah. I don't remember what that was called. It also comes out November 22nd. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Uh, the one that you're talking about is the uh, something in Devil. Mm. Giving a ride to the devil or some shit. I don't. The devil drives cars. I'm already I here. Know. I can tell you. Devil ride. That ride seems... with the devil. Ride with the devil. Sympathy for the devil. Sympathy for the devil. The Rolling Stone song. Yeah. Please allow me to introduce myself. I'm 85 years old. <laughs> Big Jagger's here, guys. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Fuck, we don't have enough drugs. I brought plenty <laughs> with me. Including a bunch of them little blue pills. Get out of here, Keith Richards. We don't want you. <laughs> uh, so that one comes out November 22nd. Yep. So you can do a double feature on Thanksgiving of that and Napoleon. Yeah, let's be the entire internet and force this Barbenheimer experience again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about Saw Patrol? Did you hear about that? <laughs> you, were, you were watching the Paw Patrol movie and then Saw 10? Wow, people are just looking for a reason to go to the fucking theater at that point. Come on now. I do kind of want to see the new Trolls movie. Oh, Jesus. I didn't see any of the Trolls movie. Except for Troll 2. The new one is like they're getting a boy band back together. And like the Trolls are a boy band. <sighs> and it features a new NSYNC song. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not super cool because Justin Timberlake's a huge piece of shit. Oh. I'm not just saying that because of the Britney thing. We've known for like a year now that Justin Timberlake is a huge piece of shit. Yeah, but he has his suit and tie. And he's got yeah. his dick in a box. Uh, okay, so then the next one <laughs> is uh, Iron Claw. Yeah, which is like a uh, oh yeah, sort of a biopic about the Von Erichs, the Von Erich family. Yeah, yeah, it looks really good. Yeah, it looks super interesting. Uh, that one comes out December twenty second. Um, it's, so we got. Yeah, the cast is ridiculous. Yeah, I wanted to cover that real quick. So we got Zach Efron. He's going to be Kevin Von Erich. <clears throat> Spoiler. Uh, the Jer only living Von Erich. Wow. <laughs> Jeremy Allen White, who you might know as Lip from Shameless or the bear in The Bear. Uh, Holt McCallany plays their dad, Fritz Von Erich. I don't know how to say his last name. McCallany. McCallany? McCallany. I don't know. <clears throat> uh, you might know him from... Mindhunters? Yeah, Mindhunters. Oh, uh, yeah. With uh, Jonathan Groff. Yeah. On Netflix. Uh, I'm super excited. He's, I fucking love him. Uh, Lily James is also in it. Um, MJF is in it. MJF, yeah. Mara Tierney is also in it. Uh, Harris Dickinson. I know him. I don't know what he's from. Uh, Let me see. 
Oh, he's in the Kingsman and Maleficent. Dark Crystal remake. Mm. Yeah, I don't know what he's in, but I recognize him. Yeah, so this cast is fucking gonna be cool all on its own. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah Maxwell Friedman plays uh, Von Eric. I didn't yeah. realize that. He plays Lance. Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Well, on IMDb, it just says Maxwell Friedman. It's Maxwell Jacob Friedman. So he's better than you, come Russell. Lick the in betweens of my toes if you want. Put some respect on that name. But <laughs> he has the big Burberry belt. God damn it! You will give him respect. <laughs> yeah. He's our scumbag. Yeah. No, I did love him when I watched wrestling. Yeah. He's, he's uh, a, doing he's a really a... cool thing now. He's sort of a face, but not really. His thing is he's our scumbag. <laughs> so every time he like makes fun of a town, he's like, "But I love ya." It's oh great. Oh my god! When he was at, just a quick aside. Sorry, uh, I went and saw them when they were in Indianapolis mm. a couple months ago, and he tweeted out, "He's like, while well, I was trying to break it into the business, I lived in Greenwood for a year, and Indiana is the biggest piece of shit, but it's my <laughs> piece of shit." <laughs> wow! Wow! Oh. Uh. It's not wrong. Uh, right? So then we also watched a trailer for uh, The Boy and the Heron, which is a Studio Ghibli joint. Uh, uh, Miyazaki and stuff. <laughs> and stuff. Uh, it looks completely off the wall. It does. Yeah. It, it looks, looks like, like an acid, acid trip. trip. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I've only seen like one Studio Ghibli film. Dave, say acid trip. Acid trip. I wanted to see if it would just happen if we all said it. Oh, like we have an acid trip. No, I'm yeah. freaking out now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Joe's on you. Always freaking out. Yeah, just me and you here in a second, bud. Oh, no. Unless Russell wants to eat this other cookie. Have a cookie. Didn't you say it was cherry flavored? Yeah. yeah I'll pass. I don't, Me and Shane how, I don't for this I have ride. no idea how much a tab of acid costs, so I couldn't be like, <laughs> hey, we just which money? Just a bullet in Texas. Uh, anyway. They don't fucking... So, what? <laughs> Amazon isn't <laughs> delivering <laughs> fucking acid to people. Do we know? Amazon isn't. <laughs> Somebody is probably delivering it to people with a drone, but Amazon isn't. They just like spray painted Amazon on the drone, but they spelled it wrong. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Now, oh they hacked the Amazon drone so that way they could deliver their own drugs under the guise of the Amazon drone. Mm. I think Dave's way is way easier. Yeah. Yeah. Here's my package. This definitely not full of acid. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I didn't see when that one comes out. It looks... It looks interesting. interesting yeah. yeah, yeah. It's about a boy and a heron, sort December of. December 8th. December 8th. Just in time for you to get enough drugs to take your kids to the movies on Christmas. <laughs> uh, don't do that. <laughs> Give your kids some NyQuil and take take a couple of fucking tabs acid and watch this movie. <laughs> I don't... I don't... I'm not associated with them. <laughs> do not do that. If you do that... I didn't do it. I didn't say to do that. <laughs> hey, I don't give the kids the drugs like you do the drugs. 
Yeah, it's totally fine. <laughs> Two of the people that own this company are not representative of the opinions of this company. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Com- companies can't have opinions. <laughs> anyway, uh, we watched another. We watched one more trailer, uh, and it was for Dark Harvest. Yeah, which is actually already out on Amazon. I think it's six bucks to rent. Um. <laughs> And it is a sort of a horror movie. It looks like sort of an action movie, kind of maybe. Yeah, I think it has a nice blend. Yeah, yeah. and it looks like, so. The from the trailer, it looks like the plot is this town is haunted by some kind of monster or demon, and it's it kind of reminds me of the pagan deity plot from the supernatural episode, um, where. So in the in this they have the uh teenage boys every Halloween have to kill this demon before midnight or the town suffers a harvest plague. Yeah. And it fucks the town up. Uh and it's about like that happening. Yeah, it looks looks weird, but I I'd definitely check it out. Have you seen that episode of Supernatural? I don't think so. So that Supernatural episode is a scarecrow. So there's a apple orchard outside this town, and there's a scarecrow in it, and the town basically like feeds the scarecrow, uh, um, travelers. So okay. They, like go to town to like get gas, and it's a full service gas station. And they basically tell them that there's something wrong with their vehicle. And then they, like, feed them for free at the diner that's part of the full-service gas station. Uh. And then they're like, all right, see you guys later. We got it fixed up. And they basically, like, pot, like uh, stall them until sundown. So then they drive out of town by the orchard and their car breaks down because they fucked their car up car breaks down in front of the orchard they like go into the orchard because they see a house in there looking for help and then they get eaten by the by the uh, scarecrow scarecrow and it like blesses the town whoa yeah it's fucking wild do the boys shoot it they actually end up burning the tree because there's a like a sacred tree that the people that started the town brought over from europe because it's like Mm -hmm. a european pagan uh, God that they're placating. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's pretty nifty. But I feel like this might be something kind of like that. It feels kind of like it that. It seems similar. Yeah. So Dark Harvest is directed by David Slade. Uh-huh. David Slade was the director behind the System of a Down Aerials music video. Okay. Sweet. Thank You by Stone Temple Pilots. Okay. Girls Not Gray by AFI. Oh, that's a good video. He also... Oh, that is a really good video. The other two videos are good, too, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I really like the Aerials video. Uh-huh. Uh, and I, I, I don't like music videos, typically. Uh, yeah. But um, he also directed Hard Candy. Yeah, he was one Whoa, of those guys okay. in the early 2000s that was like, yeah, I directed all these music videos, and then they were like, direct our horror movies. Yeah. Yeah. He also directed 30 Days of Night. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. Mm, I don't want to say this out loud, but he also directed 
the Eclipse movie from the Twilight Saga, which, like, I hate that it's called the Twilight Saga now. Uh, he also directed an episode of Breaking Bad. Uh-huh. Uh, he directed five episodes of Hannibal. Okay. Um, he directed three episodes of American Gods. He did an episode of Black Mirror. I don't know which one, but he also directed the Black Mirror Bandersnatch. Damn. Okay. Uh, and then now he's doing. Now he's done this Dark Harvest movie. So he's got a, a fairly decent uh, resume. Yeah. There's Apparently, some the, other stuff on here. Yeah. Uh, but that was like the highlights. Yeah. The story this is based on is is a uh, like a, some kind of award winning book. I don't know. Never heard of it. So. But it, it, I mean, it looks like it could be good. It's not. There's not a lot of like actors that I recognized at all. Yeah. So the the it's not like a star studded cast, but it looks like it's a Amazon original kind of thing. I would watch it. Yeah, it looks fun. It is a Metro Goldwyn Mayer Pictures movie, but it's MGM. just being distributed by Amazon. Yeah. It's interesting that it didn't go to theaters. Yeah, it looks like it went straight to Amazon. Rated R? Um, yes. Rated okay. R, hour and 33 minutes, uh, listed as fantasy and horror genres. All right, I'm in. Same. Hour and 30. You had me an hour and 30. Yeah. I love a tight Hour and 30 minute. and R. Yeah. I love a tight 90-minute horror let's, movie. Let's see some high school kids getting fucking bisected by a weird corn demon corn demon mm. here you go too uh the plot time frame is the 1960s oh shit yeah okay yeah yeah all right yeah so like I, I didn't really see like a lot of vehicles and stuff in the in the trailer so it looked like it could be old because like there was kind of like a uh uh jocks with leather jackets and greasers yeah, with some leather greaser jackets, jackets. And yeah like kind of vibe going on right yeah what what are you laughing at the tagline for the movie is so scarecrow uh-huh. cornfields right yeah the tagline for the movie is evil stalks <laughs> <laughs> i love that i love a good tagline oh <laughs> fuck this movie would have been big like 15 years ago yeah <laughs> yeah yep <laughs> I love a bad tagline. Oh, shit. We're totally watching this. <laughs> yep. Probably like Friday night. <laughs> Is that but, all we have for the trailers? Yeah, that's all there was for the trailer park. That's a lot of trailers, though. Yeah, we, we haven't did. done trailers we, in a while. Yeah, we haven't done them in a while. There's, good, there's a bunch that we kind of skipped, too. Yeah. I think yeah. there's a couple more uh, Nick Cage movies that are coming out or have come out. Um. He like fucking blew it up this year. Just went on a tear. Yeah, he Let's has. Those... He has been blowing it up. Yeah, like since his accountant stole all of his money. But yeah, but I mean, there was a <laughs> while where he was doing a lot of really shitty movies, and all the ones that I've seen trailers for or watched have been like decent to to good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we should save those for January. Oh yeah. 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 Cage month. All right, but yeah, that's it for Trailer Park. Bye, Trailer Park. Goodbye to the Trailer Park. Bye. Bye, Russell's dealer. 
<laughs> uh, not to jump back, but to jump back, uh, Nicolas Cage has done six movies this year. Holy shit. Listen. Uh, the Old Way, Renfield, uh, The Flash, which like doesn't really count. Yeah. So like main main character in five, uh, Sympathy for the Devil, Dream Scenario, and another movie coming out later this year called The Retirement Plan. Oh yeah, that was the other one. That which I was has thinking of. Ron Perlman in it. Yeah. Ooh. That one looks kind of. Yeah. He'll burn your fucking yeah. house down, bud. <laughs> yeah, he will. <laughs> <laughs> Retirement plan kind of looked like. Hey, these other old guys are doing Taken movies. So I'm gonna do a Taken movie. <laughs> If Bob Odenkirk can do it, I can. Dude, that movie was awesome. That was a good movie. Yeah, that was a good movie. <coughs> All right, so recommendations? Oh, uh, yeah. Time for recommendations. Yeah. Uh, Dave, you had one. I have one. Uh, so I played a video game that wasn't Starfield or Baldur's Gate. Oh, shit. Yeah. Me I too. I don't believe you. I don't know I had to- how I had time. Uh, I have a game called Chants of Sonar. Okay. Like chanting of Sonar. Oh, chants. Yeah, chants. I thought it was a like chants, like a game of chance. A game of chance. And that's how I typed it in the breakdown. In the thing. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Okay. Um, I I got it on Xbox, but it's on all the systems. Is it a rhythm game? It is not. Okay. Uh, so uh, it is a game where you start off, you're a little guy in a little robe. Mm-hmm. And you end up in this like weird town, this weird like land. You're not really sure how you got there, or w- where you're at, and you're going through the game. And when you start, um, there's a sign mm. that you try to read, and there's just these symbols on there. And the whole game is like there's people talking to you, and there's like symbols you have to read and stuff, and you can't understand what they're saying. And you have to like it's a puzzle game where you have to decode all these symbols to like how to, it's like figure out how to solve the puzzles. Okay. It's like a language decoding puzzle game. Okay. So like someone will talk to you and they'll say like, you know, they'll have these symbols mm-hmm. and uh, you have a journal and you can check this journal and it shows you the symbols that you ran into. Yeah. And you can even like type in what you think that symbol means. Okay. And so like when you talk or when they tell you, when they talk to you, It'll have, it'll be like, it'll show you that symbol and it'll show you like what you think the word is. So yeah. you'd be like, that doesn't make sense. Sure. Um, but then you have a journal entry that has just pictures. And if you match the right symbol with what the picture is, it locks it in and then you know the okay. word. Okay. So you're like building, so you're like figuring out the story based on you learning the language of this weird culture that you're in. Okay. Yeah. It's super fun. That's wild. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. The first puzzle you get to is a um a lever. And there's a symbol up on top of the lever and on the bottom uh-huh. and another symbol like next to those. And if you pull the lever up, it opens the door. Mm-hmm. If you pull it down, it closes the door. So you know that this symbol means door and this symbol means up and this one's down. Or open and closed? Yeah, yeah, open and close. Okay. Yeah, open and close, up and down, whatever. Um, those are different. Those are different. <laughs> they are different. Uh, open and close is what I meant. Your journal is wrong, bud. Yep. 
Uh, but once you figure those out, someone will be like, it'll be like, blank, blah, 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 blah. Open, open door. Yeah. So you're like, that has to be you, open door. Sure. Or whatever the case is. Please open door. Please open whatever. Door. Uh, yeah. And so it gets like farther in the game. It's also kind of a stealthy game. There's some like parts you have to like sneak around. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just got to a point where there's a second language that you oh have to translate God. from the first language that you just learned. What? Uh, yeah, super cool, very puzzly, kind of difficult in spots. I'm like, what does this symbol mean? And like, you can type yeah. whatever you type in. I'm like, I don't make any damn sense. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. And there's also little puzzle games. Like there's like a sliding puzzle you could do. Like those little like yeah, sliding yeah. puzzles. Slide the tiles around. Yeah. Um, but yeah, super cool. I heard about it on a podcast that I shouldn't listen to because they just talk about video games and I buy video games. <laughs> so I try not to listen to that podcast very much. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I heard it. I'm like, this looks really dope. Yeah. And it's well worth it. Cool. I only think it's like, I got it for like 20 bucks. Uh, it's only like, you know, I think nine or 10 hours, nothing super long, mm. but, uh, I haven't beat it yet or anything, but super cool. If you like real, like puzzly type games, I'd never really heard of a, like a language decoding puzzle game. So that was super intriguing. Yeah. Yeah. That's different. Yeah. <clears throat> Sounds annoying, but I'm glad that you're having fun with it. Uh, at the beginning, it kind of is, but things start going into place when you're like, okay, since I got these words, yeah, I can figure this out. Right. And like your journal has like, um, like you open your journal, like you get new pages that just shows like this, the, like a drawing of what you think this, and you match the symbol to it and then it locks it in. Yeah. So you don't have to guess every time. Right. You don't have to like write the word either. Yeah, you don't have to actually memorize it. It fills it in for you after you've learned it. Yeah. That's cool. But you have to have the whole page filled out. If you just do one symbol, if only one symbol is correct on the page, it doesn't it doesn't lock it in. Oh, okay. So it can be kind of confusing. You're like, I'm pretty sure that's what that means. But this one doesn't mean that. Yeah. Super fun. Huh. That's Check cool. it out. Chance of Sinar. 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 Okay. Russell? Sorry, I was having fun. Um, no fun here. <clears throat> yeah, this is no I, fun zone. Uh, <laughs> then I will definitely talk about my recommendation. Uh, <laughs> is it a recommendation then? <laughs> it depends. Uh, Dave, I also played a game. Did you? Yeah. So there's a game that came out in 2020 uh, called Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Okay. Okay. You didn't um, say Kakarot with enough disdain. Kakarot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Move on. <laughs> no, I need I need that one more time. Kakarot. I like the second one. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> I can't do Vegeta's voice. <laughs> Um, okay. Game came out in 2020. Uh, a bunch of DLC came out for the game in 2023. No clue why it came out three years later. None. Uh, unless I'm, there's some sort of misunderstanding or like maybe we got the DLC later. I don't know. But after my recent 
watch of Dragon Ball Super, I wanted to play the game. Yeah. Nathan ended up buying the game. So I went to go play the game and realized <laughs> I still needed to buy it. Uh, so it was still on sale for $21 because initially when I looked at it, it was still $120. And I was like, nope. Yeah. Uh, not worth it, especially since it's cell shaded. And I hate cell shaded games. I hate the <laughs> art style. Um, it's it's supposed to be Dragon Ball, dude. Yeah, you love Dragon Ball. I do. And like, I understand why they like went with like the cell shading. And like, it's just like a personal thing. It's just like, I know. It bothers it. me sometimes. Yeah. Like, I love Borderlands. I don't love other stuff. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. there's a Turtles game that was cell shaded that I tried to play that was fucking absolutely could not play just because of the visuals. Yeah. So, like, but that was like an early cell shaded game. I think that was on GameCube. Ooh. Um, but so, like, the, the art style has gotten better over the years. Um, but the game, when you start it, it asks you, do you want to optimize for performance or do you want to optimize for visuals? So I optimize for performance. Um, and I probably should have went the other way. Uh, but so the game itself is super cool. Uh, it has like the idea is like super neat. Basically, you start at the beginning of Dragon Ball Z and you play through the Dragon Ball Z arcs. Hmm. Okay. Just, like, super neat That's idea. A lot also. Yeah, it is a lot. Um, so it looks like there's about 40 to 50 hours of gameplay. So I do think that it was worth the $21. Uh, and then the DLC is a little extra. So basically I got, like, the, the base version for $21. And then, like, the DLC is, like, I think, like, 15 bucks. Sure. So the $120 version isn't really worth it. That's weird. Um... Yeah, well, it gives you, like, extra in-game stuff mm. that you don't really need. Um, but if you're one of those people... Like, yeah, pay-to-win people. Yeah. Um, so so you play through all the arcs in Dragon Ball Z, uh, and I'm only... I've got almost 10 hours in. Um, the beginning... The tutorial is annoying because I hate games that have more than a 30-minute tutorial. Because, uh-huh. like, I don't... I'll figure it out as I fucking play. Like, stop popping up on the screen. Shane and I were kind of talking about this the other day. I think I just hate video games. And then there are some video games I like. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I don't play a lot of video games. Usually I find one that I like and I just play the shit out of it, which is what I did with Cyberpunk. Um, but, so, the tutorial ends up being, like, the first four hours of the game. <laughs> Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> and like I understand why because there's like there it, it is like a RPG like it is a it is a like large uh there's lots of options in your options screen so yeah. you've got different characters that you're gonna level you have different communities that you build uh there's actually there's six communities and so that's like all your extra characters like Chi Chi and uh. Uh, Master Roshi, and they all have like different, like Chi Chi's over your uh, like home stuff. So, like your cooking and stuff like that. So, mm. there's like a whole crafting component to the game yeah. um, that is super cool and does help you out because uh, you get to increase your base stats based on meals that you eat. 
Okay. Um, so that's that's neat if you want to dive all the way into the game. It's annoying if you just want to do the fights. Yeah. So, uh, the game overall itself is super cool idea. There's a lot in the game that I just wish wasn't there. Like pretty much everything I just said. Um, <laughs> because like what shines in the game is the fighting yeah which like the fighting is super fun and super cool um so you you fly uh eventually you each character learns to fly you kind of walk through gohan and goku learning how to fly um so so the flying is super cool and the controls for the fighting and everything are fucking amazing so like it's very it's very responsive you feel like your character is actually doing the things you want it to do um and you have all the you have different kinds of attacks uh so i mean you basically have heavy and soft and stuff but what it boils down to is you have kai energy uh and it you have a bar that is for basically like your magic abilities Mm um spiritual abilities uh So you can so you have range attacks and you have close attacks and like the close up fighting is super cool but it is also like it's it's not hard but it the timing is Important. the coolest part of the game because it's like it's like we've played like Shane and I have played like a bunch of like 1v1 fighting games yeah and the like the timing is important on Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat yeah and but like I in this, I feel like they really have the timing down to where it's not quite Dark Souls level, where it it you have to do these parries and these blocks and stuff. But yeah. like you have to block. Like I right. can play Mortal Kombat all day and never block. But yeah, you can play like against the computer or just like random people. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think. Like what you're talking about is kind of somewhere in between how we play those fighting games and how like actual competitive players play those fighting games. Yeah. 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 So it, uh, so the fighting is just fantastic. You have all these super, you have your super abilities. So like Goku has his Kamehameha wave and a couple other goofy ones I forgot he even did in the show his rock, paper, scissor attack. <laughs> it's whatever but it's in there he um, just throws rocks at you yeah no he basically i don't remember exactly how he does it but it's like a melee attack so it's but it's like kind of goofy um so the but the the fighting is easily the best part of the game you have all your super attacks and they're super easy to get to you have a menu you use like the l uh the l bumper Mm-hmm. Uh, to get to your supers, to do your supers. The timing for the supers is super important. And because if someone else is doing one of their supers and you do your super at the same time, yeah. it literally does the show thing where they meet in the middle and then you have to button smash. Yeah, to overpower them. To overpower them. Yeah. And it's fucking <laughs> awesome. That's, I love the fighting. It's the only thing that's kept me playing the game. Yeah. Um, so, and like the flying and the super, you, like you have a supercharged fly. So basically, and anytime you like, you you can power up and like do your super fly. Like if you've seen the show, like you theoretically know what I'm talking about. Um, so you can like super fly into combat and like melee, and just the the controls for the fighting are so smooth. They really nailed that. Um, and like I just 
the fighting just like blows my mind. Yeah. Because it's so fun. It's so good. It's like mm. uh so you ever you ever play like a big monster, like a monster versus monster game? Yeah. And like it just doesn't like it feels all bulky and like it just doesn't feel like the way it it should. So like this also has moments, like, because there's moments in the show, but it has moments where you fight larger creatures than you, mm-hmm. like, much larger, like a dinosaur, or, like, when someone goes ape. Um, so those, like, little little guy versus big monster fights are also super fun, because, like, they feel like they should when yeah. you're, like, a super powerful character fighting this giant thing. Yeah. Um, so, like, I would recommend it for the fighting or if you love in-depth rpgs um because there is a lot more depth than i was expecting yeah but everything outside of that feels like a mario or sonic game yeah it looked like a lot of like collect these things that are in a line that goes around this area yeah so uh more on that there's like uh there's orbs everywhere, and you have different colored orbs, and depending on the color of the orb is where you can find the orb. So blue is found near water, uh, green is found typically near earth and on the ground, uh, red is found kind of randomly, uh, and then I think there's like three other colors, um, but the orbs are how you get your skills and your skill tree. Mm. Uh, so... But you also get orbs for fighting and for story stuff, which I didn't know that at the time. I thought the only way to get them when you were watching me play was to fly around and collect them. And I was mm-hmm. like, this is fucking stupid. Yeah. Um, but you get orbs through playing just any any anything you do in the game, you get orbs. Yeah. Um, so that made that less annoying. Uh but yeah, so like if you like the if you like the kind of like base Nintendo game stuff or like Sega, then you also might like this because yeah. um, that's a lot of the outside stuff. And then my biggest my biggest complaint is there's only vocal dialogue. There's only vocalized dialogue during cutscenes and main story missions. Everything outside of that is a character going, oh, ah, ooh, and then you read the line. And mm. I felt like that was lazy. Fair. Yeah. But it kind of <clears throat> takes me out of the... Because it's like 2023. I don't feel like if I'm playing a video game, I should have to read, read the dialogue. Right. I agree. Like every game should have voice acting. Unless for unless it's like a card game or like something like that, then whatever. Yeah. But so that, that kind of bothered me a little bit. But for $10 an hour, I'll <clears throat> read it to you. <laughs> Quite a deal. <laughs> it's been a little bit more than minimum wage. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's fun. The fighting is fucking awesome. But uh, I, for the most part, have enjoyed it, and it's kind of cool getting to play through the sagas that I like grew up with. Hmm. So that sounds neat. Yeah, that's a little neat. It was worth the twenty bucks. I don't know that I would recommend it for the sixty. Because I think it is back up to $60 now. Oh, really? So if you can catch it on sale, I would say it's definitely worth the 20 bucks, Um, Especially if you like RPGs. Mm. Uh, but I don't, I don't know. If you don't care about anything that I said negatively about the game, then, I mean, it probably would be worth 60 bucks Because, like, there's a lot of hours of gameplay. And then the DLC adds even more hours. So Cool. 
So that's what I got for that. All right. Neat. Neat. I got one. Uh, I played uh, Star Wars Shatterpoint with Doug last week. Oh, nice. Um, it's a miniature skirmish game. Okay. Uh, 40 millimeter scale, so it's a little bit bigger than like the Zombicide or like uh, if you ever played um, Warhammer or um, uh, Hero Clicks, those are all like between 25 and 32. I think Warhammer has actually increased their scale to like 35, maybe. I think so, yeah. But these are a little bit bigger. They're more the, I think, uh, uh, Marvel Crisis Protocol is like 35 or 38. So they're a little bit, they're closer to this. Closer to that. But not. I've heard that's fun too. Yeah. So I think this has a, like one of the mechanics from that, but not all of it. Um, so it's a, it's a skirmish game. So you get small teams. Um, so I think the way they have it designed, you're supposed to get teams of four, uh, two teams of four, basically. Um, so you run like, uh, I don't remember what the names of all the, uh, types of, um, troops are, but it's basically like a HQ. Um, and then a secondary, or it was, it was primary, secondary, and support. Okay. So you have a primary, which would be like, uh, Vader or, um, Ken- like the main Kenobi, uh, or, uh, Doug ran a, um, a Anakin. I ran, I can't remember what the girl, uh, Sith person that I ran was. I don't remember her name. Um, Asia? Yeah, it was Asia. Nice. Uh, I know Star Wars stuff. Ha! Uh, and then I was also running uh, Lord Maul. Oh, damn. Okay. Uh, so I ran, like, Asia, and for some reason, Bo-Katan was helping her. She was her secondary. Whoa. <laughs> and then, like, uh, two of her, like, uh, I can't remember, clan whatever, uh, Mandalorians in, like, the blue and white armor. We're with was that group, and then my other group was Maul. Um, fuck, I can't remember the other. There's another Mandalorian. I was basically running two Sith with Mandalorian teams. Okay. Um, and Doug was running, uh, like Anakin and Kenobi with, uh, like clone trooper team. Okay. So, like, he had like two different supports of clone troopers and two different secondaries of clone troopers. So we had like Cody and uh, I don't remember who the other one was. And then like, do you remember any clone trooper characters that were like named characters? Uh, Oh no, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was a a Padawan uh, Ashoka. It was Padawan Ashoka was the other one. Okay. But, um, so you have like it's based on um struggles. So you you have uh each game you have three struggles and there's it's played on like a three by three board with some terrain and there's nine objectives on the table, but they can be on or off. Okay. So then uh 
you start a struggle and it starts with a certain number of them on the first struggle and uh you have to capture the objectives and there's like a uh a little piece that has cubes on it and uh it's a it's like from 0 to 8 in both directions so like one person is one direction one person is the other direction so every turn after at the end of your turn you move the center cube it's a clear cube you move it in your direction however many objectives you have and then at the end of the other person's turn they move it back the number of objectives they have oh okay. okay all right and what you're trying to do is there's black cubes and you get black cubes starting at the outside and they accumulate in and those are called your momentum what you're supposed to be trying to do is get the clear cube on top of your first black cube and you get black cubes for uh if it's if it ends anyone's turn in the middle on zero both players get a black cube if it ends at the end of your turn on your opponent's side you get a black cube hmm Okay. If you uh, injure or if you wound uh, someone else's unit, you get a black cube. So, like, every character has a certain amount of health and they have a certain amount of wounds they can take. And so, like, once you get all, take all their health away, they get a wound and then they get their health back. Hmm. Right? Um, and there's a lot of other stuff going on, like, they have a bunch of powers that they can use, and some of it's like free, some of it just like automatically happens, some of it happens if something happens to them, uh, but some of it you have to pay force for, and every character has like an amount of force that you get um, to to use until you run out, basically, until you've used all your characters, and you keep hmm. track of that with tokens, and you flip them over, and but so you're supposed to get um, the clear cube on top of your black cubes, and when you do that, you win that struggle. And then it changes to the next struggle, and you have to get um, best out of three. Oh, okay. Uh, and when it changes to a new struggle, it activates different objectives. Uh. So whenever if you're like over in this corner, because that's where all the objectives are, and you do the next struggle, like the person that lost... I think there's like a rule on like it's like the person who went first, the person who went second does the first does the second struggle, and the person that lost the second struggle does the third struggle or something like that. Hmm. Um, but you like pick from a pile of three, and they all have different um setups for where the objectives are, and then there's also a mechanic where um you roll one of the dice and it one of the objectives will be worth two instead of one. So then, like, you can get the other ones, or you can go after the one that turn that is that, but it can change every turn. <laughs> okay. So it's really interesting that way. Um, that way... part reminds me of some uh, some other skirmish games I've played. Yeah, and then, like, um, the way that your turns work um, is taken from Crisis Protocol. It's the same company that makes it. Okay. Um, you have a bunch of cards, so you have, you have six units, basically, because you have two primaries, two secondaries, and two supports. One for each, like, group of characters. So you have six cards, and then there's a seventh card, and that one is, like, a wild card. And then there's some people that have abilities that affect this deck. 
So every every time you run through the deck or at the beginning of the game, you shuffle this deck, and each one is one of your units, and that's the one that goes that turn. Hmm. Okay. And then if you draw the wild card, you can choose one to go, and it choose can be anyone. yeah, it can be one that already activated or one that you don't haven't activated but still in the deck. So like people can go twice. Oh, okay. Yeah, that sounds cool. It's super cool. I had a lot of fun. Uh, playing one time, I think Doug let me win so that I would be, be like, yeah, I want to play this. That's that's a smart <laughs> miniatures guy right there. Yeah, yeah. The first one's free, kid. Yep. Yeah. That's a, I've not played a skirmish game in a long time, and I like those more than I do. Yeah. Because like, I played 40K and stuff. Right. So w- one of the things that I really liked about it was that a lot can happen as opposed to like when you play like 40K and stuff. You roll a shit ton of dice, and sometimes nothing will happen. Right. So um, the odds are very in favor of the attackers, it seems like. And sometimes, like, the characters have mitigating stuff. But, like, so you roll a number of attack dice based on your attacker and any of the abilities that you're using. Um, And then they roll defense dice. But you're rolling a d6 for attack, and I think four of them... Or three of them are hits. Uh, two of them are uh, uh, fuck expertise, I think, and one of only like one thing is a miss. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so you you have like a really high percentage of doing something, right? Yeah. yeah. So like you have oh, it's like one is a crit, two are hits, two are uh, expertise, and one is a miss, or something like that. Maybe it's two, two, and two. I don't remember. Yeah. But uh, moving the chains. Yeah. So like it's it's. <laughs> I know all about that. <laughs> it's really, it's really easy to hit, and then like uh, you've got uh the same thing on uh the uh defense dice. It's a D eight, and it's um, you know, misses blocks and expertise. So the expertise is like, you have like a little chart that tells you like, if you got one expertise, you get an extra block or an extra hit. And then if you get like two, you get like two to three or whatever. It'll be like, you get a hit, a crit, and it does an automatic damage. Yeah. And then your your hits don't actually necessarily directly deal damage. You've got like a flow chart and you can like choose the direction it goes for your hits, your number Whoa. of hits. Okay. And it makes it interesting because you get, like, effects as well as the hits. So it's like, it'll start with, like, damage. It'll be, like, one or two damage or whatever is where you start on the flowchart every time you make a hit. And if you get three hits, you move three times. So you're like, okay, the first one is the three hits or three damage or whatever. Yeah. And then you can choose to go either one damage and knock them back, or you can go the other way and do two dam- two more damage. So then there's like strategy that way because there's a bunch of different stuff you can do. Um, You can like disarm them or uh, pin them or, you know, there's all the like normal strategy skirmish effects. Yeah. Uh, Expose them so then they don't get expertise on their uh, defense dice the next time they're attacked. Stuff like that. Um, So I, I don't know. It was really cool. There's a lot of like stuff you can do to people and like all the different characters have different um abilities and stuff. It was pretty neat. I liked it. That sounds super cool. Sounds fun. Yeah, yeah. it's not uh I don't think it'd be super expensive to get into. Doug went off the deep end cuz Doug and I think he bought everything for it that's out. 
Oh damn. Yeah. Um what but, is uh what's the time frame for a game? Uh I think we played for a little over an hour. Um, but that was like him teaching me how to play. Yeah. And like not under me not understanding how it works. So mm. it wasn't bad. I think the tournament games are tournament games are supposed to be like forty five minutes. And if you aren't done in 45 minutes, it like goes into like a overtime okay. where every turn you get, everybody gets a black cube. Okay. So then it speeds up whatever struggle you're on. So like oh, a super cool. quick game. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That intrigues me even more. Yeah. yeah. I'm into that. Yeah. It makes it, it makes it a lot cooler. Um, they, Shatterpoint day. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, they are uh, like build and paint minis. You, they don't come pre-painted. Um, but that makes them cool if you're into that stuff. Right. So I can give my Siths blue sabers. Yeah. You can do whatever the hell you want. I'll piss off all the Star Wars nerds. <laughs> How many Chewbacca's am I allowed to play? Uh, I don't think there's any Chewies yet. It's, there's a lot of prequel stuff right now, but the, uh, I think it's almost all prequel stuff right now. Can I be a gonk droid? Uh, I don't know if there's droids yet. Damn. It's, it's, all pretty new. Play. it's pretty new. Hmm. Um, I guess they're coming out with some Ewoks and some, maybe some Wookiees soon. Uh, Doug was talking about a couple different sets that he was looking at getting. Totally want to play an Ewok army. Yeah. He was don't talking about steal my idea. Ewoks. <laughs> you play the Chewbacca's. Yeah. And I'll play the Ewoks. The, the teddy bears. Jesus Christ. The Chewbacca's versus Teddy Bears. <laughs> oh my god. Star Wars. Yeah. We can be fellow furries. Okay. I don't want to do that anymore. Uh <laughs> I officially render my my uh my resignation. <laughs> this is my two weeks notice. Oh, can I be Shane now? If you I guess. Hell yeah. I don't think you want to be me. I don't 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 want to be me anymore. I'm not looking up Shatterpoint stuff. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> That's typo negative. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, it was super fun. So, if you if anybody listening is into that, check it out. Sounds fun. I'm interested. I was listening. <laughs> <laughs> I just spent two hundred dollars of Dave's money. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite two hundred. Hundred nine ninety nine. <laughs> yeah, it was the the starter box one hundred and ten bucks? Uh, I think on Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it also looks like it comes with terrain. Because the terrain is kind of important. There's a lot of terrain rules. Okay, specific terrain yeah, rules. Yeah. Like, you're supposed to have the high ground. Like, oh. the high ground matters. So, like, uh, if, if there's an objective on the field and you place terrain over it, you are supposed to put the objective as high as it'll go on the terrain. <laughs> and then, yeah. And then, and then if you're on, you can... Take an objective if you're next to it, but not on the, the highest elevation. But if someone is on the higher elevation, they automatically get it, even if you have more characters in the within two inches. 
So like you could have like your whole eight characters on the ground level, but if it's like up two levels and they have one character at the top, they have it and you don't. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. Nice. It's kind of interesting. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's, that's super cool. Yeah. But yeah, that's all I had for recommendations. I think we all have a recommendation. I oh, think yeah. we do all have a recommendation. That what was the fuck? weird. Excitement. I am also pretty excited about this. I haven't talked about this enough. I want to talk about it. Well, what, 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 what do you want to talk about, Russell? I don't, I don't know if we can about... talk about everything because it's really new and people that are listening haven't <sighs> finished it. I know. I know. Let's just... We'll try to do our best to keep it spoiler free, but if you need to keep, skip this segment, skip ahead probably about an hour and 30 minutes. Oh my God. And... I have other stuff I want to do tonight. <laughs> yeah. Me too. I know. I'm just kidding. Um, just... We, we watched the fall of the House of Usher. Yes, we did. All of us All have of completed us it. Have finished it. To completion. Yeah. <laughs> A couple times. Oh. Okay. So yeah, the acid rain was pretty hot. No, um, the <laughs> dude, that part's fucking gnarly. Yeah, Loved the fall it. of the House of Usher is on Netflix. Yep, it stars Bruce Greenwood as Roderick Usher, uh-huh. who is uh, the main character. Uh, Carla Gugino as Verna, who is also a main character and can haunt my wet dreams. Uh huh. Um, yes, but also gross. <laughs> I was going to say same, but whatever. <laughs> uh, Mary, Mary McDonald plays Madeline Usher. Uh, Henry Thomas plays Frederick Usher. Raul Coley plays Leo Usher. Uh, Samantha Sloyan plays Tamerlan Usher. Uh, Tania Miller plays Vic- Victorine Usher, or La, La Falcade. Actually, um, Zach Guilford plays uh, young Roderick, Willa Fitzgerald plays young Madeline, uh, Michael Truco plays Rufus Griswold, uh, Katie Parker plays the astounding Annabelle Lee, Matt Bedell plays William Wilson. Have we not had an Augie yet? Yeah, I don't know. I'm getting there. Where's Augie at? <laughs> Crystal Belimp plays Morel Usher. Uh, Ruth Codd plays Juno Usher. Kylie Curran plays Lenore. Carl Lumbly plays August. Uh, uh, Augie. Augie. Dupin. Augie Dupin. Dupin. Uh, Dupin. Mark Hamill as Arthur Pym. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kate Siegel, not to be confused with Katie Seagal, okay. uh, plays Camille La Espena. La Espena. Uh, that is also uh, the wife of uh, the guy. Mike Flanagan, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's also the wife of Mike Flanagan. Um. Sauryan Sapkota plays Perry Usher. And Where's the young Augie? Malcolm Goodwin plays young Dupin. Yeah. Dupin. 
Japan. And there's lots of other casting, but that is our main cast. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, a giant big, cast. Big cast. Uh, the fall Don't worry, the it dwindles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does. I mean, that's in the first episode, so that's not a spoiler. The Fall of the House of Usher is eight episodes. Uh, it is a miniseries. There will not be another season. Uh, this is a thing that Flanagan does. He does these limited series, and I love them. Most of them. I am very excited. I've not seen any of them but this one. So if you guys haven't seen any of his stuff, think... Uh, like slasher or um uh american horror story but with a much it, like a more well spent at least budget if not a bigger budget and a better script and better direction and a better cast and uh basically better everything yeah the uh so the three the three shows I've watched all the way through are this Midnight Mass and uh, The Haunting of Hill House. And I would say all three of those shows are better than any season of American Horror Story. Yeah, but they a lot of the actors are the same. Yes. And yeah. it's, you know, that's kind of what I mean by that. It's Very uh, reminiscent of that. Yeah, yeah. It's just not set up as seasons of the same show, but it basically is that this guy's version of that yeah and he has a style um and i i I love his style but each show is a little different in style but you we're getting to the point where like if flanagan did it like you're gonna know he did it after a couple episodes yeah so i guess let's try to discuss without spoilers uh edgar Allan poe yeah yeah um, okay, so I, I don't know how many, I imagine you guys have read at least a similar amount of, uh, Edgar Allan poster. <laughs> Dave's already shaking his head no. I've read a few, but I don't know, I don't know that much. I okay. know, like, two Edgar Allan Poe things. Um, that's interesting. Right? Just two? Yeah. should have read more than that in high school. I didn't. I read stupid shit in high school maybe i i don't know i keep saying that and people are like no i only like read a few so like maybe i just like went off the deep end yeah i think there's like maybe three that they teach in in school i remember them teaching like uh the raven and uh telltale heart and that's i think those are the only ones i remember them actually teaching those are the ones that i remember those are the ones okay so you hadn't read the uh, Annabelle Lee? No, I have not. Um, okay. I know. I don't know if I ever read the um the line one. What's the line one with the wall? I can't remember what it's called. Uh, the cask of Montenegro or whatever. Uh, Amanta. Uh, they say it in the show. Yeah, <clears throat> Amanta. Um, Montildo. A uh, Montilde. Do. I just said dildo, sort of. You did say dildo. <laughs> Amontillado. Yeah, Amontillado. The cask of Amontillado. But yeah, so like basically a lot of the, uh, or all of the stories in this are based on Poe things, um, including the three that we just talked, the four that we just talked about. Yeah. Um, uh, 
and they're done pretty creatively. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. But I, I really think this was like written very well. Um, yeah. I think the cast is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, in particular, um, uh, young, young Matilda or what? Madeline. 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 Matilda. Young Madeline and, uh, current Roderick and Pim and dude Luke Skywalker kills it in this show yeah it's he's great uh Verna who's played by Carla Gugino um those were all fantastic like they're all really good but those are kind of the standouts the standout yeah yeah Yeah. I Um, fucking love this show yeah I was like blown away I don't normally like binge stuff that much I binged this in like a couple of days. Yeah. Yeah. I watched six episodes in a row. Damn. The first day. I watched, so I got Cassie to watch it with me because I was like, hey, like, do you like Edgar Allan Poe stuff? Like, there have been times we've just sat and like read Edgar Allan Poe stuff together. Or I, well, it's usually I read it to her, but. Um, <laughs> Y'all are weird. Aw, yeah. that's spooky uh, and adorable. <laughs> but, uh, so I wanted her to watch it with me. So we watched, I got her to watch three episodes in a row on the first day, and that was pretty exciting for me. Yeah. Because um, usually it's one, two episodes, uh, and then we watched a couple episodes, and then we watched a couple episodes, and then when we went to finish it off, we watched three episodes again, because I was like, hey, I really want to finish this tonight. I want to talk about it on Wednesday. Um, and she was pretty into it. Uh, she did. <clears throat> she did kind of, it was a little gorier than I was expecting. Yeah. Um. So she did kind of like, I did have to explain what was happening in some scenes to her because she didn't want to look at it. Yeah. Um, but that's, I mean, she's just not into that, those types of movies and stuff. Just fair. Um, I am. Same. Yeah. Uh, so that was, I, so she, she, and she did enjoy it. Like she did enjoy the show and did like it. Um, it was anxiety inducing for her which she's not like super into yeah um but as far as like watching the show play out and like she kept coming up with these theories and like that was making me happy because i was like oh fuck she is enjoying it yeah yeah um so we ran through like quite a different theories just like talking about the show uh but i love how well i love how well everything fits yeah like it's it's he he wove all these stories together in such a way that I like didn't know that was what I wanted because when we initially like we did this as a headline yeah um and I was like I just want it to be two guys in a house talking for two hours right yeah like because that's basically kind of what the story is like you get to learn about Usher and his family through like just like the dialogue so when it started and they like started doing that started with that i was like i'm gonna get everything i wanted plus fucking more yeah because i didn't like like i have a problem with like if if i read about a cool idea and i'm like okay this you is build like it up how in i would head. do it and i built yeah i yep. build it up in my head and i'm like this is how i would do it this is what i want and like then watching this and very few times does it happen where i'm just like this was everything i wanted and more yeah like that has happened so few times so like watching this i was just fucking astounded like at how beautiful this like turned out because when we watched the trailer i was kind of worried because i was like oh man he's like he's doing like a bunch of post stuff yeah 
And like, how is that going to work? Right. And then upon watching it, I was like, this actually works very fucking well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, this was fucking awesome. Yeah. And I, like, I, I think it's interesting how much you liked it um, because the whole thing is a flashback. <laughs> yeah. So I definitely wanted to talk about that yeah. because like, I have an issue with flashbacks, but my, primarily I have an issue with flashbacks when there's no like, when it's just a mechanic that they're using to tell a story, right? Which we'll talk about in our next episode of DQP does. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> if it's if it's only there for the viewer, is typically when I can't stand the flashback right. because it drags me out of whatever I'm watching. Yeah. So like this is this is like one a of the master ways, class. Yeah, the one of the ways that you like it is when someone's telling the story and then it shows you the story instead of yeah. 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 Furthermore. There was a point in the show when I was like, like a couple episodes in, I was like, he wouldn't know all of this. Yeah. And then they're like, they ex- boom. They and I was like, it. fuck you. I love this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's fucking great. Yeah. I love it. I was blown away. I didn't really know what I mean. I knew it was going to be spooky and Edgar Allan Poe, but that's about it. Yeah. And I yeah. was fucking blown away. Yeah. I did. I was expecting more twists but like upon thinking about it after finishing it i'm actually glad that it was not based on twists because the story like edgar Allan poe's work is like it it's kind of straightforward yeah like it's 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 like the twist where you know what the twist is yeah like it's rope yeah, it's it's the anxiety inducing like you know the thing is going to happen. Right. But, but you, it's like slowly building to the thing. Yeah. Yeah. And like so it was just so basically I'm agreeing with you that like how well written this show was mm-hmm. cuz it's like beautiful and I also think that it is the perfect homage to like Edgar Allan Poe. Like mm-hmm. I've I've seen a few other things like there's a really old uh 1950s Mask of the Red Death movie mm. and uh, I think it's got Vincent Price in it. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a Roger it, Corman movie. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay, and it's really good. And then uh, another, uh, The Simpsons, which is ridiculous, but The Simpsons does a Treehouse of Horror episode where they do The Raven. Yeah. And like, it's actually just like really fucking good. Like, yeah. it's entertaining. It's kind of funny, but it's just really good. Yeah, but like the Treehouse of Horror stuff is like some of the better Simpsons stuff. Oh yeah, agreed. Um, so we do have like. A little bit of this like we we have like poe has been in our like media yeah for a long time it. yeah it's just not always done super well right uh but another call out i would say is uh altered carbon with poe as the ai and mm-hmm. altered carbon was another time that i really liked his work being yeah. kind of like integrated into <laughs> something yeah um, but yeah, as far as the flashbacks go, I think this is a masterclass. Like every bit of this, I think, is a masterclass in showing how you should use like flashbacks as a plot mm-hmm. device. Because um, there's there's reasoning everywhere, mm-hmm. and it's it's fucking beautiful. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. Uh, very few complaints, but I will voice a couple of them. Uh. I wanted more Pim. Uh, they yeah. could have done like a whole episode about Pim. I liked what they did with him, though. Yeah, I like I like how it, it like turns out. Yeah, but yeah. 
I think I think there could have been more about him. Um, and there's also like uh, I feel like Madeline could have had a whole episode basically about her. Yeah. Um, similar to the other characters. I mean, I know she was in like the whole show, but yeah. I feel like she was so important in the deep flashbacks and I feel like she wasn't as important in the current uh timeline. Yeah, I can see that. that. Yeah. It's odd if you haven't watched it what I'm talking about, but yeah. I feel like she deserved more in the end than she got as far as like uh interesting uh story and time on screen and stuff. So Yeah. Um and I also wanted the nah that that one's kind of a spoiler, so I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there there were a couple things that I wanted more of, but like overall I was really satisfied with the show. Yeah. And and I do agree with you. I think it I think it could have been two more episodes. Yeah. And giving Pim and Madeline their own episodes. Yeah. But I mean that's also like a good thing, right? Leave us wanting more as opposed to like yeah. being like, uh, it was too long. Give us too yeah. much. Yeah. 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 Or all the episodes were bloated or whatever. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I think it, it really is good. also very lean. Like there's a lot of story there and a lot of stuff packed in, but like it's still like a lean storytelling. Yeah, it's 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 imp- impressively tight for eight hours. Yeah. 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 See, because like, we didn't say that these are all hour episodes. Yeah. Between fifty-two and an hour and seven minutes or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think that's accurate. Um, for eight episodes, so, and it's incredibly tight the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's really that's extremely well done. Yeah. Dude, I fucking love this show. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. Of, it's it's good. Yeah, yeah. So we kind of we didn't we didn't talk we talked about the acting, but I want to. You didn't call out Bruce Greenwood, and no. I I want to call him out because like I've I've seen a lot. My mom loved Bruce Greenwood mm-hmm. when I was younger for some reason. I mean, he's always been like a good actor and stuff. Yeah. Um, I think it was kind of like a hots for thing. Sure. But <laughs> he's a good looking guy for as old as he is. Yeah. yeah. But his, uh, I thought his performance in this is like, like top of his career. Like, oh, no, he's ridiculous in this. Like this, this, his perform, like I, like when it started, I didn't even realize he was in it. Um, even after watching the trailer. Uh, but it started and I was like, Bruce Greenwood. And then I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And then he just like from the beginning of the show, I was just like, dude, this is fucking amazing for him. Like, yeah, this is beautiful. Yeah. Um, so without spoiling a whole lot, I do want to ask a question. So one, one of Flanagan's uh, key points of style is monologues mm. like in a lot of what he a lot of his work and in midnight mass um there his wife delivers one of the best soliloquies i have ever seen on screen sure and it's beautiful and i do think there is one in this that like at least rivals it um but i want to know what your guys's like favorite monologue was in the show lemonade that was real quick 
Yeah, the more I think, yeah. That was really fucking good. That was really good, and it hurt my fucking punk soul. It fucking hurt my soul listening to that shit, but it was like, God damn, that's fucking good. Yeah. Oh, God. so good. I fucking hate these people. Yeah. I was angry during it. Yep. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, I went from, like, a comfortable sitting position to, like, my feet in the couch, mm-hmm. and Cassie was just like, are you okay? And I was like, no, I'm fucking not, because, like, I know this. But the way that this is worded and the way that this is delivered from this pretentious prick, not Bruce Greenwood himself, but his character, because yeah, he yeah. did such a good job making me hate him there. Yeah. Um, it's so yeah. good. It, it is. It's, it's yeah. so good. It's fucking amazing. Dude, yeah. Like, this whole, this whole thing, like, struck a chord with me. He's like, rich kids are dying. Yeah. And I'm into that. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> not... They deserved it. <laughs> not not just random rich people dying. Oh uh, uh, yeah, they definitely they definitely all deserved it. Yeah. Like everyone that dies in this deserved it. Not everyone. Well, well let's okay. not talk about that. Let's not talk about that. Yeah, that's yep. a spoiler. <laughs> but yeah, that monologue is fucking <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh also my favorite monologue. Yeah. Um, I I would also give credence to the monologue that Verna delivers with in the monkey scene. Oh yeah, that's yeah, good too. That's good too. Cause I like that one too. And then like the entire the entire last episode is like every line is fucking so good. Mm-hmm. Fucking love it. But yeah, lemonade, lemonade. I think that's that's the one. Great. Yeah. Same. Yeah. yeah. Real fucking good. God dang, I love this show, dude. I'm already ready to watch it again. Same. Like I, which like speaks to because Midnight Mass is probably one of my favorite limited series. That's what I'm gonna watch next. You should. Yeah, I I I would recommend it for you too, Shane. I think you'll like it. Yeah. Um, Shane, are we gonna watch it for next week? (laughs) I don't have that much time. (laughs) It does one of the most one of the most beautiful trope subversions. Ever. I keep seeing the one scene. There's a scene in it where uh, the sheriff goes and talks to the lady in the uh, uh, the storage locker or whatever. Uh huh. About the about the the, the, the rat poison. Uh huh. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I just, but I just keep seeing that scene on fucking on reels because it's hilarious. It is. Because he's like, I guess hey, so, sense. you know, what do you know about? And she's like, the cats? Oh, it's terrible. And he's like, no, the dog. And he's, she's like, oh, yeah, that too. But she keeps, like, implicating herself, and he doesn't say anything. She's just like, oh, yeah, oh, I know what you mean. Yeah, this could have happened. Totally, this could have happened. And then that would be awful if someone had done this and this and this. And he's like... <laughs> That's not what I was saying at all, but okay. <laughs> all right. And she's like, oh, so you mean this? Yeah, I should probably lock all this rat poison up, shouldn't I? Anybody, you could have just come, you just came right in here. Anyone could come and get it. And he's just like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. It looks, I, 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 I've seen a lot of scenes from it, but. I don't remember everything. So I'm I'm interested in watching that. 
Fall of the House of Usher. Amazing. Yep. Yeah. Do we have ratings? Nine out of ten. Nine and a half. Nine point two five. Really good. Damn. That's the, I think that's the highest all three of us have ever rated anything. I think so. Like as collective. Yeah. Really? I think so. Hmm. Maybe not. It's at least second. Yeah. Let's go with that. Yeah. We should probably like make a database of what we've rated things. Yeah, we should probably do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's almost like I should have asked someone who's going through backlog content to keep track of that as they were listening to it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, but that person really would have done that. <laughs> <laughs> it's about me. <laughs> it's fine. Is that all for our recommendations? Yeah, I think it is. Uh, so Dave, uh, what's in your VCR this week? What's in my VCR? I'm glad you asked. Yeah, I have two things. Oh shit! Because we did one, we didn't do one last week. Uh, so I've been watching the spooky movies, spooky movies, the spooky ones that I have. Uh, I watched a movie called The Collector from 1965. Mm. Um, I will read you the synopsis. Okay, right now. Uh, a man kidnaps a woman and holds her hostage just for the pleasure of having her there. Okay. That's it. Uh, so this movie is surprisingly good. I was blown away by how good this fucking movie is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very, like, Hitchcockian. Okay. It feels like very much like a Hitchcock movie. Cool. But it's not. Uh, it's about this guy who he collects butterflies, mm-hmm. and he's this like loner guy. He wins, uh, I don't know, like the 1960s version of the lottery. Sure. Uh, and he wins a lot of money, and he uh, buys this like house in the middle of nowhere, mm. and he like, collects his butterflies, and he's a loner, and he decides that he wants to have a girl. Yeah. To have a woman. And he, like, kind of stalks this one woman mm-hmm. that he like takes a liking to and then puts her in his cellar. Yeah. And like he has like an apartment for her in the cellar and like he's not doing weird stuff with her. Yeah. He's just like having her in the cellar. And um she's like, "Well, you got to let me out." Like this like they're like she doesn't like he doesn't like tie her up or anything. Yeah. He's like, "I'll let you out in 5 weeks." Okay. And uh the whole between that is her not being fucking stupid. It's a breath of fresh air. She's okay. like super smart. Awesome. Uh, like one of the early parts of it is he comes in to give her dinner, give her food, and she's like sitting in her bed and she's like, "Oh, I'm so sick. Like I think my it's my uh, my appendix." He's like, "I'll go get a doctor," and he runs out and leaves the doors open. Uh, and you're like, mm-hmm. "Oh shit." And she, like, jumps up and runs away, and he's sitting there by the door and closes it. And, like... He's just a little smarter. Yeah. Yeah. It's like this, they're like... It's like mouse. a Yeah. It's like very, very awesome cat and, the, cat and mouse uh, movie. Yeah. Super cool. If it was made this year, it'd be a very different movie. Yeah. Because, like, this is, like... There's not weird, you know, there's not weird sex stuff. Yeah. There's not... There's some violence, but, like, not really. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, it's more just mind game psychological stuff. If it was made this year, it'd be like, you know, yeah, probably pretty rapey and gross. Sure. Uh, but yeah, the collector. Okay. Very, very surprised. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 82%. Wow. And I give it 82 as well. I nice. agree with it. Yeah. It's fantastic. Uh, the only one complaint I had, it wasn't because of the movie, uh, was because of the movie I have. Oh, the VHS. The VHS I have, I'm pretty sure it was very old. Yeah. Uh, because it, <laughs> the more the movie went on, the more the color started like to blur. And Ooh. things are like, uh-oh, I think this film is uh, <laughs> nearing its last <laughs> Nearing its last, uh, its last life. But yeah, The Collector. Okay. Highly recommend it. What year was that? 65. Wow. Nice. Yes. Okay. But it, it feels very Hitchcock. Nice. So if we you like that Hitchcock? kind of stuff. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, then last night, I watched a movie from 1996. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um. I kind of want to read you the synopsis before I tell you the title. Okay. So I'm going to do that. Um, a group of aliens steal a highly advanced weapon called a Death Sphere, but crash land on Earth during their getaway. The Sphere, which looks exactly like a volleyball, ends up on a beach where teens are having a party. Oh, God. Dave? Yeah? Was this movie made in 1992? 96. Okay. Why? Don't Google... Movie made in 1992. I know what you're talking about. Uh, no, this movie is called Alien Beach Party Massacre. <laughs> okay. Of course it is. Uh, yeah, it's bad. Surprisingly, guys, you know? Yeah. I know what he's looking up. I don't. Uh, but yeah, this movie is pretty bad. Yeah. It's pretty bad. Um, the actors. Okay, I'll wait. Okay. Yeah, don't Google that. Yep. Um, but the actors in this movie kind of seemed like if like a Christian youth group, like a Christian like motivational youth group just decided to break bad. What the fuck? <laughs> like they're all supposed to be teens and they're clearly in their 30s and 40s. Oh my god. And like they're horrible actors. There's two dudes that are like the surf bros, yeah. and they're fucking amazing. They're, they're the whole time like, well, bro, let's go mount, mount on some grindage, man. Let's get some doobage. Like, it's just like, <laughs> that's oh, their whole dialogue. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I love it. Yeah. Uh, it's bad, but it's fun as hell. Um, <laughs> the first, like, ten minutes of the movie is this eight these aliens running away from these other aliens because they stole this soccer ball or this volleyball. Uh-huh. And the dialogue is in supposed to be weird alien speech. Uh-huh. And it's just like gibberish with like a weird high pitched robot filter oh like thrown god. over it. So first like ten minutes just it's like, oh my God, what is happening? <laughs> That's awesome. Um it's got a really sweet surf rock soundtrack though. Nice. Really sweet surf rock. Uh, other than that, it's it's pretty much like if you took you gave like high school kids sort of a budget and a bunch of weed. Yeah. And said make a movie. Did I ever tell you about the uh surf death metal band that uh was from a forum that I used to be on? They're called Gorshack. Are you that sounds familiar? 
You should check that out. Che- I will check that out. Yeah. Because I love surf and I love gore. Yeah. Gore shack. Yeah, gore shack. Check that out. But yeah, Alien Beach Party Massacre. It's pretty bad. <laughs> I could not I could not find a Rotten Tomato score. That sounds right. I'll give it a 45. Woo! Okay. If you want like schlocky, terrible, but hilarious stuff, and I think I think it was meant to be a comedy. There's some spots that are like, okay, this is clearly there's a uh, a scientist mm-hmm. who knows the aliens are there. Yeah. And he's like figures out what is happening. Sure. And just explains it all as he's like missing an arm and it was like shot in the chest and he's still alive. <laughs> and one of the surfers just breaks characters like you figured all that out in 45 minutes? And it goes right back to like, blah, blah. <laughs> Oh my god, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, if you're into that shit, like Dave is, watch it. Cool. If you could find it. Uh, the, the tape I got on, I hit the play button and there was a DVD menu that popped up for a second. So it was like a DVD scan. Whoa. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's wild. Uh yeah, those are my two VHS movies I watched. Nice, nice. Got some good, got some bad. Okay. The yin and yang of VHS tapes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but since that's my VHS corner, yeah. Do you know what that means? No. It's normally time for hanging big brain with Dave. Okay. But not today. I'm not sorry. today. Yeah. Uh, Shane, give me some generic uh, game show music. Royalty free. It's time for The Knife is Right! A new game! (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) You guys ready? Oh my god, sure. This is a new game. We're not hanging any big brain today. Okay. We're We're playing... The knife is right. Okay. So I have 10 classic murderers. Oh. Okay. Iconic murderers, one might say. Um, I'm going to give you their name. Uh-huh. And you have to tell me how many kills Whoa. they have gotten. Whoa. Whoa. And it's Price is Right rules. Whoa. Uh, if you get the number exactly... That's five points. Whoa! Okay. You guys ready? Oh my god. So we're both bidding on these then? Yes. Okay. Uh, we, don't, we won't do buzzers. You don't need buzzers. Uh, we should like flip a coin for who's going to be first. Ooh, that's true. Heads or tails? Tails. Okay, you got tails. You want to go first or second? And then we'll switch back and forth. Second. You guys ready to play? The knife is right! Woo! Hell yeah. Alright. Or ah! That's better. Use that one. <laughs> Alright. Number one. Okay. Jason Voorhees. Ooh, I'm first, huh? I should tell you, all of the Jason Voorhees movies are included in this. Even reboots and stuff? Yes. Uh... 105. 105 is your guess. Yep, 105. Russell? <laughs> I bet one kill, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> 
106. Whoa. Whoa, starting. Wow. Yeah. Um, I think it's more. Wow. Russell is the closest without going over. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the answer is 151 kills. Oh, oh fuck. fuck. I almost said 150. I was like, that's not how you play the prices, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah, Russell has one point. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, Jason had 151 kills. Wow. That boy's been busy. Yeah. Especially not being in one film of yeah. his franchise. <laughs> <laughs> two films. Sorry, two films of his franchise. Right. Wait, no, he was He no. was in he was in the first one. At the at least ten seconds at the end. Yeah. He doesn't He wasn't in five. He's in the beginning. He's in more of that one than he is of one fair fair uh moving on then he gets blown up <laughs> he does um and then jason goes to hell is terrible um <laughs> all right russell's got one point yeah uh killer number two russell's first this time russell's first michael myers <sighs> every michael myers film yep 63 63 is your guess. Shane? Uh, 64. 64? Yep. You guys are assholes to each other. Uh, <laughs> I guess Shane is the closest. <laughs> it's it's, more uh, than, yeah, it's more than 133. That. Yeah. Mm, I didn't think it'd be over 100. 133. Okay. Dude. He kills like 15 people in one scene in Halloween Kills. It's true. That's oh, I haven't seen Halloween Kills. You haven't? Oh, like, is that the last one? No, that's the second to last one. Oh, I did see that one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 133. Also a busy boy. Yeah. All right. Number three. Freddy Krueger. Oh. Shane, you're up first. <laughs> I'm gonna go with 105 again. 105. Russell. What's your guess? Uh, 37. Wow. Russell. You are two off. Uh, Freddy's killed 39 people. Wow. Nice. So you don't get the five points, but you do get a point. Do I get five points if I no, get it on the number? Get it right on, on the, the number. number. Yeah. Oh, That's five points. I didn't realize that. There is a reason not to just outbid each other by one. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Good job, Dave. Thanks. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. I haven't watched all those. <laughs> Which is surprising, because there's a lot of those, too. Yeah. Only 39. That's kind of crazy. Recently, I, found, I saw a video that, you know, Freddy in the very first movie is only in it for like seven minutes. Really? The entire movie's only in it for like seven minutes. Yeah. Yeah. That's and wild. Like the first one's the only good one. Eh. <laughs> the only like legitimate one is the first one, but they're all pretty good in their own right. We can disagree. That's fine. <laughs> all right. Fine. <laughs> Moving on. Number four. Maybe Russell. Yep. Russell's first. Yep. I'm first. The Leprechaun. Oh, shit. Which I think his name is Luden, if I remember right. All the Leprechaun movies, though, right? Yep. 
Like including the parodies? Yep. Okay. Aren't they all parodies after the first one? <laughs> the yeah, second one has true. my favorite kill in it. I'm gonna say ninety one. Ninety one. Shane? Fifty. Shane. Yeah. You just won five points, sir. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> There is some that it could have been off screen, so I said fifty plus, but I don't. We're not counting the off screen. Shane, five points, buddy. Fuck yeah! How many points do I have? Seven then. Six. Six. Six, Right. Yeah. Six. Russell has two. Two. Yeah. Okay. All right. Number five. Fuck you. (laughs) That was good, Shane. That was good. Number five. I might have to explain this one to you guys. Okay. Uh, Angela Baker. Uh, From the Sleepaway Camp movies. Okay. Fuck. Angela Baker. Um. Yeah, you're first. Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Russell. Fuck. That's not a number. I know. That fucks up the number I was gonna say. I'm gonna bet one, Dave. One kill. One kill. Well, Shane wins it, I guess. It was 55. Oh. Whoa! How many Sleepaway Camp movies are there? Like four. Oh, there's four? I yeah. thought there were only three. Uh, yeah, I thought there were only three. Wait, there might only be three. Oh my god. 55 and three movies? What yeah, a killer. Pretty wild. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jesus. Those movies rule. Yeah. So I was going to say 24. Oh. <laughs> so when you said 28, I was like, I that is not enough range. <laughs> nope. 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 All right. It's Shane. Yeah, you're the closest. Uh, number six, Hannibal Lecter. Ooh, mm-hmm. Russell's first on this yeah, one. I'm first, um, is this on? Is this one on screen kills? I do not believe so. Okay. If it's a really high number, then it's not on screen kills. But this includes the TV series as well. Yes. Okay. Uh, I believe so. I'm gonna say 100. All right, 100. Shane, I'm gonna say 50 again. The answer, 98. Fuck. Ooh. Ooh, too off again, but in the wrong direction. In the wrong direction. Fuck. But you're the closest without going over. No, Wait, you I, went over. I, I went you over. You went over. Yeah, I'm the closest without going over. Yeah, yeah. Shane, Shane got the point. Fuck yeah. Off. Fuck off, Dave. <laughs> All right. You guys ready for number seven? Licked my mic for no reason. (laughs) For flavor. Number seven. Yeah. The Invisible Man. Oh. The Invisible Man. Uh, I'm going to go with 15. 15. Yep. Russell, what is that lip twitch? Does this include the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? As far as I know, no. Maybe. Okay. I'm going to go What'd with you no. say? I said 15. Ugh. Ugh. I need five points. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say 31. The answer... Fuck, I didn't ask my other question. ...is a shocking 123 kills. Holy what? shit! Yeah. What all does this include? We don't actually have to answer the that. The Invisible Man <laughs> movies. 
That's my cool. other question was going to be if it included Hollow Man. I do not believe Hollow Man is included on there. Is there like a whole series of the Invisible Man movies? I think so. Oh, he's like okay. a serial killer. I read like he's not just like a criminal. He's like an actual serial killer. Okay. Okay. So Russell got a point though. Yeah. Yeah. Three. You're at three points. Am I at three? Yeah. Shane ah. has seven? Eight. Yeah. Eight. Shane is eight. What? Yeah, I got the last one. Because oh, he went okay. over. That put me at eight. Okay. Number eight. Norman Bates. Ugh. From the Psycho movie. You're first. 74. 74. Shane. Uh, One. One kill. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is 20 Okay I was gonna say like 17 But then he said a really high number And I was like That's, I know it's less than Norman's that Norman's only killed 20 people I don't wanna go over You guys are his Russell looks upset Yeah There's like three seasons of the show I don't know how it's only 20 I didn't watch the show Maybe the show's extraordinarily boring Where other people kill people Yeah uh, Yeah that's true but Norman's only killed 20. Okay. Shane, wow. you get a point. Thanks. Number nine mm-hmm. is my boy, Leatherface. Ooh. Oh, shit. How many people were on that bus? <laughs> That's the only good part of that whole movie. Uh, I'm gonna say 69. Yeah, nice. Yeah, Russell, what you got for me, baby? 117. Damn. What'd you say? What'd you say? 69. Oh yeah, nice. <laughs> um, it's a surprising 31 kills. Whoa! Oh, what? what? Yeah, there had to have been like 15 or 20 people on that bus. Yeah. He only killed like another fifteen people in like six movies. You're you're forgetting that the family did a lot of the killing. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yep. Whatever. Okay. Okay. I believe you. I just that's my dude, though. Yeah, that's your guy. Yeah. Not okay. like really though. I wouldn't. He wouldn't be fun to hang out with. No, probably not. He'd wear my face. <laughs> yeah. Part of it, at least. Yep. Part of you would be with him forever. Oh, shucks. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Number 10. No points for either one of you. Yeah. So yeah. still 9-3. Number 10. It's the man. Pinhead. Oh. He's not a man. Oh. Russell's first. Oh. 159. Shane? 159 for Russell. One. 35 kills. Yeah, no, it's less than what? 159. He kills 35 people in that scene in New York. Mm, the other Cenobites do. Yep. He doesn't kill that many. Yeah. Talk about Pinhead, not the yeah. Cenobites. Are they there for that? I thought it was just him. Oh, no. Cenobites. He's like whipping chains through people. Which one's that one? That scene. Talking about the nightclub? Is it a nightclub? That was just like a warehouse. I mean, there's a bunch of them. I guess is that also, the one that's like the video game one? I guess they're 
No, I don't think it's the video game one. It's it's like a I think it's like a meat factory warehouse thing. Yeah, that's like a later but one. There are also I think most of them are already dead when like it you see him in there. Yeah. I don't remember. There's a lot of a lot of Cenobites. Okay. Yeah. So okay. I don't think he I think he kills maybe like two people in the first one. I think so. We have such sights to show you. Yeah. Were you also waiting for him to say Ghostface? I was. <laughs> I was that one got iffy. That was going to be confusing. I, I almost got that one. That one got iffy, though. Really? Yeah, because it was like two different numbers if you included the TV show. Oh. Oh. Okay. So I didn't do that one. I was yeah. going to be confused because I was <laughs> I was going to have to be like, like any Ghostface? Like anyone wearing the mantle? Yeah. Also, I forgot to put this beforehand this was based on screenrant.com screen rant yeah that was the where i got the numbers from that's cool that was a fun game though Dave. Was it? i like it yeah. i'm glad you guys liked it yeah yeah spooky good. season i figured I'd do something different yeah yeah uh i appreciate that shane yeah. won yep russell didn't pick it up I, it was so much fun though i wasn't even upset yeah wasn't he upset hell yeah uh well thank you for playing the knife is right <laughs> Perfect. Use that one. <laughs> All right. Since it's the end of The Knife is Right, everyone knows what that means. Yeah. Unfortunately, mm. it's time for the end of the show. Yeah. Boo. Boo. Bye, show. Goodbye. Um, I've been, yep, boy. Yes, spoopy boy. Damn right, spoopy boy. And with me, as always, is the Shane Dog. Damn right. A.K.A. Shane Nesty. Ew, all those people died. Oh, so with us is Russell the Love Muscle. Oh, yeah. A.K.A. Producer Russell. Thanks for joining us on the Drafty Quarters Podcast Network. Find us on all your social media by searching Drafty Q or Drafty Quarters Productions. Join us on Patreon for $1. You can access our backlog content. We are currently putting up DQP Does the MCU. That will go up until a little after Endgame. Uh, and right now we are on Captain America. Uh, so check that out on Patreon um, for $1. You can join. Just join our general support tier. Uh, we are trying to get to a thousand subscribers so we can get Dave to do a exotic Tarzan shoot. Boudoir shoot. Um, it'd be so exotic. It'd be so exotic. It's all that body hair. But not but three not times. Three body times hair. more body hair. <laughs> Stop it! We lost Shane. Uh, you can find our Amazon wish list in the show notes. Uh, those of you that sent us the mic arm and the microphone, that was a beautiful gift that has shown its promise in our editing. Um, so those of you out there uh, listening, uh, you can find that wish list in our show notes. Uh, primarily, that is what we need currently at the moment is uh, more of the microphone listed and the mic arms. Um, that's good stuff. Uh, really helps out with our editing process. Uh, so you can, once again, find that in the show notes. I only said that three times, and I apologize. Hey, where can you find that? In the show notes, Dave. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Yeah. All right. And 
that you can send our your comments, thoughts, concerns to our email that we check regularly. Mm. Do we DraftQ at gmail.com <laughs> Do we though? Are you sure about that? 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 Sure about that? Sure about that? Dave, I think you should end the show. I should end the show. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you on the flip side. And don't let your meat low. It is hollow. Here, I'll be Shane. Shane. I'm Shane. Goodbye. This is Shane. Have a good time. Don't let you be low. I'm leaving all of that in. <laughs> the four-hour episode we just did. <laughs>